hey man, I gotta thank you for coming into the scare house tonight. I really, really, really appreciate you doing this, man. I can't wait to get back to Turnbuckle. Oh yeah, no problem, man. It was fun. Yeah, it's always good to kind of rehash things. But uh, hey, listen, before I take off, I um, uh, I, I, what? I, I mean, what's going on with Josh? I, I, I mean, you, you're noticing all this, right? Yeah, I just thought it was normal Josh stuff, man. But you know, he said he went camping. Uh, you know, he kind of talked about going camping when he was here when he did an episode of uh, of Scarecast. I, I don't know, man. He's been acting strange ever since he came here. Yeah, I know, I know, and you know, I, I have had a few conversations with him, and he just like keeps bouncing in between this macho thing, and I mean, I know he's a big macho fan, but this is, it's it's weird talking about, hey, what'd you have for dinner tonight, and then he starts, you know, going into the whole thing, and the cream rising to the top, and it's, it's what are you doing at this point, so, I don't know, I'm kind of getting worried about him. We should investigate this, man, let's find out exactly where he stayed. He claimed he got bit by something, right? So let's find out what's going on with this guy. Something fishy's happened to him. Maybe if you and I investigate, find out exactly where he was, we can get to the bottom of this. Are you saying that we need to suit up and go to the forest? Let's find out which forest. And if it was here at the scare house, I know those forests like the back of my hand. Let's do it. Hey, folks, this is the guy, Chad, and you are listening to a Dogcast Studio podcast. Catch the Turnbuckle Report every Wednesday, Dogcast every Friday, and Scarecast every Monday. You can listen to us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podomatic, and we are now on TuneIn and iHeartRadio. Follow our shows on Facebook or Twitter, and stay heel, baby. Welcome, folks, to another episode of the Turnbuckle Report. It's your people's host, Leland. I am feeling good tonight. I'm feeling randy tonight. I got my main tag team with me, the dog cast father himself, Joshua. What's up, brother? What is going on, my diddly, 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 Feeling good, because it's cocktail night, baby, and you cannot do a cocktail episode with the tag in with the guy, Chad. What's up, brother? Usually you uh, introduce me first, but I guess tonight, uh, mm-hmm. fuck mm-hmm. the guy. Um, don't get so much in your feelings. I'm thrown off tonight. I'm thrown off tonight because we cannot go any further without our guest. That's right, people. We have the Dark Duchess herself. You see, baby, when I think about scary things, that I think about what I need to do in my life, baby. Ooh, daddy, all I can think about is the Dark Duchess herself. Alexia, how are you tonight? I'm doing amazing. Thank you guys for having me. <laughs> You're welcome. Thanks for, you know what, I, I hope you like that intro. Not everybody gets that intro. Oh, I love that intro. I mean, any intro from you, Leland, I love. <laughs> <laughs> It's the Scarecast mother herself, the Dark Duchess Alexia. Mm-hmm. The um, mother of the house, the... Let's see, what other puns can we put in there? Josh, do you got any? Whose house? I say what, Scare house? Uh, Whose house? Yeah. I say what, dog's house? So, I know you guys are already lit up, man. I know you guys are ready to go, because I made you... I was like a total prima donna tonight, I get it. I, I had to hold you guys off, and the whole time you're getting tanked. So, tonight's cocktail, tonight's no holds bar. It's that okay. one time a month, we don't care, baby, about what's going on in the Turnbuckle Report. 
What's on your mind tonight, guys? Oh, did you just left it wide open? It's open mic night. Um, you know, it's open mic. I've got a few things here, but I want to know what's on your guys' mind because you, when I hopped on the the cast here, you guys are you guys are rocking and rolling, ready to go. See, we got the Duchess on here. She's got that freshly squeezed shirt on tonight. She's representing a little AE Dub, AE Dub. <laughs> yep. And uh, sure. talking about your boy, did you guys like seeing Orange Cassidy get dumped orange on and just pretty much buried right there on the mat? I was a little disappointed to see that. On, uh, uh, Dynamite yes. This week. That was uh, a yes for 500, Alex. Yes. That was rough. <laughs> that was what's been I'm on glad my mind. You brought that up, Chad. I turns out I didn't like that. Oh. Whoa. Really? I thought you that I thought you would be all over that. I thought you'd be like, yeah, fuck Orange no. Cassidy. Let me tell you what I'm all over. I'm all over the fact that Paul Heyman got his ass kicked off a of Raw. Ooh. That's it? That's a good okay, subject. so we got we got Chad with uh, Orange Cassidy. We got Josh with Paul Heyman. Lexi, what's your topic of the week? Oh, my topic? Ooh, I'm gonna bring you guys something a little different. <laughs> all right. Um I think my topic would be just the show in itself. Like, being like COVID, I haven't been watching wrestling for a while, mm-hmm. to be honest. Mm-hmm. And they're mm-hmm. just being entertaining as hell. Like, I'm a little surprised without having a big audience. I love it. Like, they're still just on top of it. I don't know if Sorry, that counts. I'm a, I'm a little, I'm a little unfamiliar. What, uh, what is COVID? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what you're talking about. But if you're talking about for three hundred, scary- Alex. Yeah, for, for three out of Alex, I'd like I'd like to talk about the disease that ended America. Oh, <laughs> yes, that's it. The disease that ended the whole world, really. There, the host mm-hmm. of peoples. Here's the thing: a few Chinese people were like, "Hey, why do I love the bats?" <laughs> and they started sautéing them with the mugu guy pan and the kung pao's and all that shit. And next thing you know, bam, America's dead. <laughs> Fucking, ugh. <laughs> you know what? I went down a dark hole there. I, I, but does that Besides count? <laughs> that, people have really been freaking out about COVID. But it is good to see that we mm-hmm. now have people coming back in. But that's just the, the workers for those shows, right? So, like, for WWE, it's their, you know, people who set up the mat, set up the Jumbotron, wannabe wrestlers. Yeah. You know what? <clears throat> I still have a hard time with WWE, even though they're copying AEW weekly. I still totally have a hard time even guards. with that. I hate the sneeze guards you see in Raw and SmackDown. Mm, they're fucking mm-hmm. stupid. They're like sneeze guards. I kind of look at it like it's sneeze guards. They can fall yeah. the wall. I need hockey. someone to hit the glass. Exactly. <laughs> I uh, like that. I feel like I'm watching an elimination shame every time I turn on the show. Hey, I mean elimination these. Hey, so let me back up, Chad. I, it sounds like on the four little Brady Bunch squares we got on the video here for everybody that can't see, uh, I liked Orange Cassidy. met these three fellows. <laughs> he just, I liked Orange real. Cassidy. The show and now there's four of us. This is, this is me. Okay, this is where the conductor of the train just got to plow through. Full steam ahead. I like Orange Cassidy getting smashed on AEW Dynamite Wednesday evening. And let me tell you why. there's four of us. Josh, I will personally fly to Roseburg. Okay, I will do it. And I will take your Oregon State beaver-loving ass to the the cleanest. Did you say Oregon State? Listen, there's two things in life I hate. One is... 
Seth Rollins, dude. <laughs> <laughs> August State ah. Beavers. August State Beavers. the August State Beavers. There's two things. There's one thing I love and there's one thing I hate. Beavers and Beavers. God damn you all. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Okay. Let me get back. Let me get back. Let me get back. Yeah. Uh, I like, just keep in I mind. Like Orange Cassidy. Seriously, you're going to cut me off too? You're going to cut me off too? Is, hey, Leland, are you still there? Leland, come in. Mm. Anyways. This is Grimace face. The, the Duchess is a Beavers fan, and you mind your tone, because when you come back in that scare house, mm-hmm. we will mm-hmm. sick the scariest fucking ghost on you people's hostess. That's the so, sound of crickets. Let me hear this right. So next time I'm in the scare house, you're going to sick the beaver on me? Hey-o! No. <laughs> hey I have nothing So, okay, Orange Cassidy got his ass kicked Wednesday night. I loved it, and let me tell you why I loved it. Because they're building this guy to be the babyface. He's probably going to be the babyface contending for that TNT title. And a babyface can't do his job without getting his ass kicked. And that's what's happening. He's going to get his ass kicked for probably about three or four more weeks. And then he's going to feed that comeback. And he's your new champion. Really? You think uh, Cassidy all the way this time? He's going to be our next TNT champion. Yeah. So I don't know if you noticed in the camera, but I dropped the mic. So that means you, you can't. Okay, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I feel like there's rules. Where did he go? Rules. Where did he go? I feel like this is I usually when see that happening. the big dog interjects and goes, and you know what? I, I don't know if that's true. It I, sounded like the big dog was going to interject and agree with me. What? Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> Let me tell you what's going on. I agree with you. Thank you. I disagree that with is. both of you. No, I could, I could definitely see him being the Pin TNT drop. champion. I I can't see him being the AEW champion, Mm-mm. but with everybody, he's so over right now. The TNT champion would be a good direction for him. Yeah, over like Grover. I don't think he's going to be the like next. Though. I feel like Cody's going to carry this thing on until maybe around October, or whenever they have not the next pay per view, but the pay per view after that, maybe. Is that a bold statement? Do you guys agree that he might carry this belt on for six, seven, eight months? Uh, I'm sorry, I was just. No. I was just taking taking in what it sounds like to hear complete bullshit. <laughs> it was tough for me. Um, really? Swallowing so it you, is not powerful. You have a hard time swallowing it's that bullshit. Powerful. Yes, that's exactly what I have a hard time. Because they're moving so fast. Cody it's Rhodes, the Duchess I, he's going to have that belt for cool. about... You're, you're trying to be cool. You're trying to fling some horse shit around on, my, <laughs> on this show on Turnbuckle Report. You're trying to scare me, and it's not going to happen. <laughs> Duchess, no, what do you think? Shit. Do you think Orange Cassidy, the man that's on your t-shirt right now, mm-hmm. is going to be mm-hmm. our next TNT champion? Yes, I do. I mean, he's smooth Bam. as fuck. Sorry. And he's very mm-hmm. good with crowd, and he's very good with style. Like, he's... He may fail for a minute, and then he'll get right back up there. <sighs> is he Fergalicious? He is Fergalicious. Except he won't piss his pants on stage. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Oh shit, son! I didn't that ain't piss. That piss That's your- orange juice, freshly <laughs> squeezed. <laughs> so, Chad, um, how you feeling? I feel like I'm your, being ganged up on here. Your own co-host just totally shit on you right now. And she no, even I'm said all the right things. That. She was like, "Crowd pop, charisma." <laughs> it's he should be the all next. The and I'm sitting over here thinking like, there's so many other guys that could be, you know, maybe yeah. maybe Pineapple Pete. Pineapple Pete? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Wait, who's that? <laughs> exactly! He's the guy that Jericho worked over like a redheaded stepchild. <laughs> Jericho did put him in the ring and got him over a little bit. Now now we know who Pineapple Pete is because before that I had no clue who this dude was. 
All right, next topic. Feeling good about yours? I'm glad you got shit on by everybody on the show, Chad. Makes me feel good. I'm glad you dropped that. I did. Like I handed it to you like this, and you're like, nope. Two, three people that all ganged up on Chad just to let him know that the guy is full of shit. So thank you for that, Josh. You're hating on Raw. What is the thing you hate about Raw the most right now? Leela. <laughs> I'm glad you asked. Mm-hmm. What I used to not like about Raw is the fact that it wasn't entertaining at all. No wrestlers had charisma. No storyline kept me intrigued. So maybe with a different direction with Paul Hammond leaving the show, Monday Night Raw might become the flagship once again. Back to you. So you're feeling like that that. That's going to happen because Heyman's gone, and now Bruce Prichard is solely in charge of both SmackDown and Raw. I've always been a fan of Bruce Prichard more than I've been a fan of Paul Heyman. Sure. Because Paul Heyman was the director of, as you know, my most hated wrestling organization of all time, ECW. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he tries to bring what? that aspect over, mm-hmm. and I'm just not a fan of it. You don't like ECW? I'll tell ECW? you what I am a fan of. Prichard. No, I hated ECW. What? I hated everything about ECW. What? Mm-hmm. So you were one of those yeah. extremely crappy wrestling guys. You were on that bandwagon. Me? Yeah, like instead of extreme championship wrestling, it was extremely crappy wrestling. <laughs> no, it was more like I didn't even know they were a show until Raw brought them back for a one-night event. Oh, oh. shit, son. <laughs> shit. Man. Holy the shit, only man. Thing decent, Damn. The yeah. only thing decent to come out of ECW. Mm-hmm. Was Stone Cold Steve Austin. Rob Ooh. Van Dam. I knew, I knew you were going to say Rob Van Dam. That's so awesome. No, because I knew you wanted me to say Rob Van Dam, but I, I got did two words so for bad. You. Fucking go to hell, Rob Van Dam. Mm. What? Mm. What? So Sorry. Josh just two looked words. at me and said, go fuck yourself <laughs> instead of the whole I, fucking show. Wow. I do not like RVD. Really, really don't. You should tell him that in a tweet, because I understand he replies. He does. He's replied to me before. No. Did you say, hey, listen, you piece of shit. (laughs) You fucking piece of shit. I should sit in my picture of me completely fanboying out when I got his autograph. Can I do like a quick... You lost your ever-loving mind when you got his autograph. I did. I did. Can I do like a quick fangirl moment? Nope. Moving on. No, go ahead. Oh, you little shit. Um... (laughs) Camille from Power, she always mm. replies to my tweets. Always. It's amazing. Oh. She's a big fan of the show. <laughs> mm-hmm. She loves the turnbuckle. Oh. Yep. I was unaware she was talking. Uh, I know, right? She is now. She, she talks. She actually talks on the show. She talks She's to me. She's a talker. I mean. Wow. She's like, <laughs> wow, I, this whole not talking thing wasn't getting me over, but maybe I should talk. Seriously. Oh, I just, I had to put that out there because <laughs> fangirling. <laughs> She likes Alexia. Camille. Camille does reply you, to all of your tweets. I've noticed. She that. does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? What? And I, you alluded to this at the beginning, at the top of the hour, folks. You alluded that you are not watching any other programming except for AEW right now. Is that correct? Mm, no, I've watched Raw. I watched SmackDown. Um, recently, AEW though. Recently, it's been more AEW. Yeah. Because I told you to do that. You, I was your influencer. I said, he fuck the rest, influence. just watch AEW. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Fuck was. the revival, just watch AEW. Yes. <laughs> fuck the revival, watch AEW. 
Yes. So what? Okay. So call me a liar on my own show. Thank you. So what about Raw and SmackDown is really grinding your gears right now? Grinding my gears. Mm-hmm. Uh, family got reference. <laughs> SmackDown. Uh, I don't know. I feel like they're trying a little too hard. Maybe like it's just it's very dramatic. Like a little too dramatic. I don't know with the whole like the drunk driving thing and like I don't know that's like a whole I don't know it's just a little too much it's just way too dramatic and not a lot of wrestling a lot of like show but not a lot of I don't know that's just my yeah it totally looks like a Bruce Bruce Pritchard style of show mm-hmm. um, let me ask you so you brought up the drunk driving thing and, and I, this has been kind of a lightning rod in social media lately mm-hmm. uh, I personally and I'm probably I, I feel like I'm going to get some heat on this I'm personally a fan of that kind of angle okay. uh, because I grew up in the era of wrestling where realism was a thing and mm-hmm. I like the feeling of not knowing is this a work or is this not a work. But a lot of people, uh, you guys can disagree with me if you want, a lot of people think that that's too close to home and we all know Jeff Hardy's been struggling with those demons and we should leave it alone. What say you? Um, Jeff Hardy struggling with the demons? Yeah. That's the angle they're going with. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. With the drinking and driving and the whole thing. I mean, I can see, like, it is, like, a personal thing. Like, it's it can touch people, whatever. Like, I get that. But at the same time, just... I don't know. I feel like that just goes too far. Like, just... I mean, you can talk about it when you're in the ring, whatever. Like, what they kind of did afterwards. But I just, like, being at, their, at his home and, like, having the cops there and the ambulance there. Like, all of that. Like, I just... I don't know what it is, but I just, I, it made me sort of like, I don't know. I'm not interested in that. Like, I, I get that you're struggling so with So you turn your nose at it instead of getting engaged in the storyline. Yeah, it just, it was a little. I get it. It was a little too, too much, too dramatic, which good for him, like getting it, his shit together, whatever. But it was just, it was almost just, it was just too, too dramatic. I don't know. I don't know if that's Do you think this plays me. with his uh, being sober, his sobriety? Do you think he's he'll relapse because of this, or do you think he he's accepting this role because in his mind he's like, you know what, this is what I need to do to get through this. Like I gotta face the facts. Like this is who I was, and we'll use it as an angle, like a, like almost therapy for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I hope it will be, but it sucks because people record this stuff and it's on YouTube. Like you can replay it and replay it and replay it. So that's what makes me worried about these people. Is just like they'll they'll come across it so many times. And I hope that it makes them stronger for sure, but not like, you know, almost want to relapse because they keep seeing it. I don't know. That it's just it's a weird thing for me. <laughs> I'm not really sure why. Josh, where do you stand on this? I think it's Vince McMahon's way of realizing that he's losing star talent at a rapid rate, mm-hmm. and he understands that Jeff Hardy um, needs to become a bigger star than Matt Hardy. So what is he doing? He's worried that he's going to relapse like he always does because he's just a drug addict. Mm -hmm. So he figures, hey, if I make it an angle, when they see it in the news, maybe people will think, huh, kayfabe's still alive. This is just an angle. But in reality, I think they're doing it to save face on why he's always drunk or hurt or this Mm -hmm. and that. He's the most unreliable wrestler in wrestling history. Um, Oh, no doubt. No doubt. It's great that he can survive an elbow drop better than Owen Hart, but the problem is is that whenever he um, just, I don't know, man, he's always hurt or drunk or so. I mean, he's not even a viable person to have on your roster right now. 
Fair enough. I mean, the WWE is going in such a unique direction right now. And uh, Josh, you posted something on our social media earlier this week that that had a uh, a picture of was it um, Hogan passing the passing the torch to Stone Cold, Stone Cold passing it to John Cena, and then John Cena in a big question mark. Uh, I really took some time to think about that, you know, and there's kind of a buzz going around. Is it possible that that torch is being passed to a big WWE logo because they're afraid to put anybody over to the moon anymore because they lost out on Cena? They had to rehab from from losing Stone Cold from him walking out. Uh, Is it possible they're just trying to make themselves the star? No, I think the problem is, is that they put so much effort into Roman Reigns. Okay. Get this. So when Bruno San Martino passed a torch to Hulk Hogan, that was during an era that big dudes had everything. Pro right. wrestlers were on top of the world. Yep. Okay, Hulk Hogan passes it to Stone Cold. Stone Cold holds it because he's just an awesome commodity. He's one of the best things to watch on TV. Hell yeah! He passed it on to John Cena, who is just so into the industry that he's just... I mean, half the time you couldn't see him, half the time you could. But get this. <laughs> they try to put so much effort into Roman Reigns becoming the next person that nobody bought into it at this point that they kind of don't know what to do. So the problem is it's not so much that the torch hasn't been passed yet. It's just being juggled in the air. Oh, that kind of okay. makes sense. They were so hot then. You know, that was like when I started was with back in that day. That's when I started with the wrestling. And, like, it just kind of dwindled ever since i'm sorry but i'm a huge wwf fan that's when i started watching wrestling and that's when i loved it the most so i know i feel like they're they're trying to catch up from when i thought it was huge with the rock and stone cold and china like that was the biggest i think they've ever had so i think they're just always trying to like get back to that but you know there's a lot of competition i can tell you something else that's huge oh yeah (laughs) i'm talking about these 22 inch pythons okay are you I'm flexing right now, Josh? I thought he was going south time. a little bit on that one. Like, let me <laughs> let me stand up and show you. <laughs> Sorry, you okay, I had Josh? something in my throat. No, what I was I had something in my throat a little bit. I had something oh so stuck in there I couldn't get it out. Whoa, whoa, what is going on? <clears throat> Sorry, relax, oh. Josh. All right, uh, sure. Okay, so WWF is the area, the era. I'm sorry, rather that you got into Alexia. Mm-hmm. That is. What year are you talking, and who was your who's your all-time legend? Oh, man. God, I was in, like, I had to be in at least in fifth, sixth grade. It was The Rock. The Rock was my jam, man. Oh, shit. He was my guy. <laughs> I'm still a huge fan. All of his movies, everything I've watched, love him. <laughs> but, the Rock. Mm-hmm. And that's what I love about, like, especially, like, WWF, I remember... As a kid, like when I would watch I had the lights, the fireworks, the costumes, like the music, the crap, like that's what I love about wrestling. And that's what I watch it for is the, that entertainment. So that's why I brought it up earlier, you know, being this pandemic that we're going through. They are the only ones that are still live. Wrestling is live and energetic and that's they're right. here. Like, that's what I love about watching it. I don't know all the moves by heart. I don't know every single wrestler's name. I don't know all their stats. But I do know that they're entertaining as hell. And that's why I watch them. (laughs) 
Like, oh, I'm glad you brought that up. I mean, in, in a time right now where mm-hmm. I certainly miss baseball, I miss basketball, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, I miss all the collegiate sports, I, I just miss loving to see the Oregon Ducks kick the shit out of the Beavers in any capacity. God damn it. It's really tough right now to have any kind of enjoyment in sports, mm-hmm. but you've got always got wrestling, and I think we're seeing that. It's a good point you bring up, because now you're seeing more wrestling venue. I'm sorry, more wrestling shows brought up on ESPN. Mm-hmm. Uh, FS1 is constantly showing wrestling content. Uh, man, I, I just think it's a, a good time for wrestling, and, and as weird as that is to say because we have no crowds, this is a time where it's going to weed out between the uh, the boys and the men. Uh, at the end of this, we're going to see who's, who's standing up tall. I really feel like that's going to be AEW because they've been able to capture that audience. They've been able to capture the enthusiasm uh, they've been able to capture the crowd. I know yeah. I'm coming back every week, and their numbers are the mo- most consistent out of anything the WWE's putting out right now. Yep, exactly. It's just exciting. <laughs> so One thing that I, I do want to touch on tonight <clears throat> as we wind down is what in the Sam hell? We have went through all of your guys' topics. We haven't got to mine. And let me tell you about mine. Ooh. What in the Sam hell is going on with Charlotte Flair? The WWE cannot figure out what the hell to do with the queen herself. They put the strap on her, the NXT strap. We think on this show, I put it over to the moon, that man, she's she's going to push, push and push and push, and we're just going to see talent just cultivating out of NXT. Nope. In your house comes up and she drops the title. She doesn't even drop the title. It's a three-way match that she doesn't get pinned for, loses her title. Shows up on Raw and challenges Asuka for yeah. the Raw uh, the Raw Women's Title, which, mind you, everybody, everybody listening, Asuka didn't earn that title. So the fact that she's defending it, and she was able to defend it pretty stoutly against uh, Charlotte Flair, is kind of unbelievable for me. And I know Backlash is coming up. In fact, Backlash, I think, has already started as we're, as we're recording tonight. Um, are they just burying Charlotte as much as they can? Because this creative, why are they protecting her so much, I guess, is really what I'm coming down to. Why does that character keep getting protected? A character that doesn't need protection. She's the greatest female wrestler of all time. She's in my top three of wrestlers right now. Mine too. What is going on here? What's going on here? Did what? Did you say she lost? <laughs> no, I she didn't she lose defeated on Raw. Oscar. But she, she did. She did defeat Oscar on Raw. But that should have been a that should have been a two minute match. And Asuka looked actually pretty damn good against her. So mm-hmm. how does Asuka get handed a title and then has and then has this tremendous defense uh, with Charlotte Flair? How did they not just drop the title right there? From an entertainment standpoint, I believe it's because her abilities with Asuka in the ring are just heightened. I feel like they just put on a good match that so they allowed them to get more TV time, thus displaying their chemistry together in the ring. That may have just been more of filling up TV time than actually, you know, legitimate story of, hey, Charlotte should be able to beat... Asuka, hands down within a two-minute time frame every time. You know, they allowed it extended out for good TV time. Was it good TV time? I don't know. It lost me halfway. At that point, I was like, can we just please let Charlotte win and be done with this? But I don't know. Maybe that's their decision so much as more of what they're doing with Asuka. I don't know. That's Maybe true. I'm not asking the right question. Instead of was it the right thing, were you engaged? Are you engaged no, in like the story? like I said, I lost you interest halfway. Exactly. I lost interest. Exactly. Now, what if Asuka actually used the green mist and in the beginning match? So we have Charlotte Flair. She has to actually defend for, or I'm sorry, she's she has to earn her way for a shot at that title. Regardless if Asuka uh, didn't earn it or not, 
Asuka sprays that green mist on her. Oh my goodness, Charlotte barely gets her chance. And then she comes walking out to the ring at the end of Raw with that green mist still stained on her face, perseveres and perseveres as, as the babyface, let's face it, they're trying to make her. And she actually wins the bout. She wins the belt that night. And we don't even worry about this backlash issue. I would be much more think engaged in that kind of story. You're answering a, uh, a question you just asked with this thing that you're saying right now. When you had asked me, when you had, when you had brought up that Hulk Hogan handed it off to Stone Cold, Stone Cold handed it off to John Cena, you're talking about the person that they're trying to make be the, the next torchbearer. Mm-hmm. And people are overlooking it because she's female. But the facts are, Charlotte Flair is probably the best wrestler in WWE currently. Period. Couldn't agree and, more. Right. And currently, I think they're trying to make a direction to push her as the face of the industry. Because I believe that they actually already tried that with Becky Lynch. I believe they tried to make her the front runner, and she kind of just failed. I mean, she, she, not so much failed. She's having a kid. But the reason why Hulk Hogan, John Cena, Stone Cold, why are they able to hold that torch? Is because they put the company before their own life. And that's what Charlotte Flair does. She puts the company first before her. So, with that being said, that's who they're trying to push now to be the front runner for the company. Especially since Roman Reigns didn't show up to a pay-per-view. He gets sick. He's battling cancer. They don't see longevity because there's a chance. They don't see longevity in Becky Lynch because she's having a kid. She'll leave whenever she wants. That means that the only person left is Charlotte Flair. She's the heir to the throne. Mm. That's what I believe. Man, put a period on the sentence. I would love to see that. I'd love to see Charlotte Flair actually go over to the capacity where she is, the namesake. She's the face of the company. Um, she deserves it. I mean, she's put out. She's put in her dues. She's paid her paid her dues. I'm sorry, put in her time. She's totally earned it. Charlotte Flair as the new John Cena. Uh, I could see it. I could see it completely. I've been a proponent for her to go over and start challenging for the WWE title, uh, maybe for the Intercontinental title, the U.S. the U.S. title. I'd be a proponent for that. Um, mm-hmm. You know what? There's no reason to go any further. That is a great way, a great period on the sentence. Thank you, Josh. Alexi, I want to thank you for being on the show tonight. It was great. I hope you enjoyed your time in the turn buckle. Whether you're baby face, whether you're heel. You do your I'm an outlaw. I'm an outlaw. Quick on the draw. Man, it's time. We gotta go into the forest. Are you with me? I'm with you, man. Brother Chad, it is time to save Brother Josh. Brothers unite. 